Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well, and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. It's time for The Balcony, the show that spotlights independent artists from all over the United States and now the world. Just sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Here you are, The Balcony. Hey everybody, welcome to The Balcony Show. I'm your host, Dan Thatcher. Oh, it's early. (laughs) And we are in the studio early. Before noon. (laughs) My co-host, Andrew Cherbeck. Ow. Oh, they should already know you by now, really. This hurts. Yeah, you poor thing. I brought a whole... But it was worth it. Worth it. Yeah, it is, but I got a whole pot of coffee I got to get through now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are not morning people. We are owls. No, so we do not take any responsibility. Hey, we're hooters. (laughs) We should... Never mind. Yeah, you went right there. Never mind. You said hooters. Yeah, total guy. Total guy. Yeah, never mind. All right, give me the dang hashtag. Let's let's. I, I'm gonna pour some more coffee while you're doing this. Here we go. Hashtag Zoom Kitty. Hmm. <laughs> so you put a kitty on a skateboard, you put a rocket on it, and you launch that sucker. No, dang. So, true story. This is one of my own. This is a true story. I have or had a black labrador retriever that used to do the door dash thing that if you open the door he would try and take off on you i also have a door dash kitty mm-hmm. and we had the corgi so we got this thing this you got three dashers well no the corgi's a little slow but he'll <laughs> go anyways so i got this silent whistle this it's a zoom uh something or other but it it it's an electronic whistle and i thought oh this will be great i can stop them or distract them because it's supposed to be a noise that they don't like right so here i am at the door and you got to understand now there sits the 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 lab this big old lab with you know the big ears and then the corgi who has these massive he looks like sputnik yeah, with but his no legs Right, but he's got these massive ears, right? He looks like almost like Yoda. He's got the massive ears. So I'm, I'm all, I'm like, this is it. I'm gonna control this. Not a problem. And the cat was there too. I press the button. How about the dog do- doesn't even flinch? Neither dog. The cat takes off like a bat. <laughs> right out the door. <laughs> no, she took off in the other direction. It was the only one who heard it. Was the cat. Was the cat. Meanwhile, so, the dog's like, Zoom, Zoom kitty. 
And you're like, give me a treat. And now all I got to do is just show her the box. And she's like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You're torturing animals. <laughs> no. But, it, yeah, no, that was funny. And I'm like, really? <laughs> the, the guy with the biggest ears. I mean, he's got, like, satellite ears. <laughs> he couldn't hear it, but the damn cat took off. It's a cat frequency. There we go. Hey, this could be a new thing. Anyways, let's get st- <laughs> let's get out of this um, and get things started with our first song, Andrew. <laughs> You're the knucklehead that picked it. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> it's morning. Show somebody love. Oh, by Chris Jasper. Yeah, take you a listen. Show your damn cat no love. <laughs> All in this together Why can't we find a way to be shared Inside we have the answer Not far away beyond our reach Ooh, step up Show somebody love Show somebody love Show somebody love Show somebody 
edition of <laughs> what the hell are we doing here uh so uh you know what let's just let's just tell them what the heck we're doing oh this is the balcony show by, yeah by the yeah by the way this is this is the morning edition <laughs> yeah but it was well worth it because we have madeline peru 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 a bunch of different perus and we're gonna start a new thing Yep. Yeah, a jazz mosh pit. Yep. That's it. It's going to be But you got to listen to the interview to understand why. Yeah. Anyways, phenomenal voice. Um, Tours all over the world. And with a voice, uh, yeah, they they say like Billie Holiday, and I can certainly see why they draw that conclusion. So. All right. So let's start off with the brand new deal by Madeline. And, uh, yo, here comes the interview after this. When you're young beneath an innocent sun And the unicorns play in the fields And your daddy drives slow with his Cadillac souls Big strong hands on the wheel And life's a dream, a serene machine That all seem to care how you feel And then you grow up and it's never enough And money is just something to steal it's every man for himself, so grab the wealth, feel the poor under your heel. It's a brand new deal, a brand new deal.
congressman comes with a prize And the streets are jail for the weak and the frail A predator's paradise And we all know how the cold wind blows And cuts like the blade of a knife It's a zero-sum game, you got to learn to play Learn how to load the dice It's every man for himself, so grab the wealth Feel the pull under your heel In the brand new deal The brand new deal The brand new deal The brand new deal Yes, it's a brand new deal Welcome to the Balcony Show, and I am super excited because we have the genius, I would say, Madeline Perot uh, on the phone. (laughs) So our listeners just heard the song Brand New Deal. Uh, You want to tell us about that? The whole thing? (laughs) The song was written, uh, actually rewritten and rewritten because we started it before the election in 2016 um and uh and it it, it took on several um several beings i guess through several states um a little bit too targeted sometimes at uh our current president at the time the orange oompa loompa the Grand the Cheeto. The Grand Cheeto. <laughs> the Dink in office. <laughs> the liar in chief. <laughs> no malice here. <laughs> I don't have any anything to add. I think it's great. But I um, Yeah, so it was about it was I wanted to write a, a song called The Art of the Deal and find a way to take it pay attention to how that's at the, for me, was at the center of the problem that this, this sort of idea that you can write a book about that and, and that it was a, you know, it was an important thing. And then he was elected. And We've then been drinking ever since flipped. over <laughs> Yeah, right. No, Actually, it's true. And making, making this whole record anthem was kind of focused on, getting through it, right. um, I suppose. 
And we'll see. I, I think. Um, well, we're finding that we a will. lot with uh, our. <laughs> I think we will. All right. Yeah. It's, 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 you're going to see in history, I think. Um, I know that Andrew and I have, have noticed that a lot of the artists are starting to write music about this period of time, you know, and yeah. uh, it, making statements and saying, whoa, you know, this isn't okay. And kind yeah. of like reaching across. To, uh, I think, I think it makes people feel good, honestly to know that there's somebody else out there that feels the same way, you know? I, I guess, you know, because that's our job at the end of the day, and it's ironic when people say, you know, don't talk about politics, um, but, you know, make us feel good at the same time. And I hit a wall sometimes on that level where it's like, right, but aren't we ignoring the elephant in the room? Aren't we not feeling better if we talk, don't talk about what's What's wrong on a very, very practical utilitarian level of what I should, what song I should play next kind of question, you know? I have to be aware of politics and, and, uh, and be, be in the moment with that. But yeah, you're right. We'll probably look back on all of this and cry but, and feel better too. It'll be over soon. Yes, it will. Hopefully in handcuffs. <laughs> Right. And not in the fun That's way right. you can use handcuffs. You know in what? In a bad way. You had to go there. I'm trying to lighten the moment a little bit here. <laughs> it's 11 stinking o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It seems so much earlier, but never mind. <laughs> we do this show at night. I didn't know there was an 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> who the yeah, hell made this, I who made this hour up? See, how- <laughs> <laughs> We're musicians in this room. It's uh, it's always tomorrow in Australia, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that oh, messes that us up when we interview people over there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we say, we ask them, how's, how's tomorrow going? <laughs> <laughs> how's it going to be? Should I go back yeah. to bed and not wake up or, you know, what the hell? <laughs> so what brought you to go to, down the... Uh, like the jazz route with your music as opposed to some of the, you know, more traditional singer-songwriter or pop or what brought you to, you know, use that type of genre for, you know, expressing yourself? Well, I think, you know, I I grew up listening to not heavy jazz, but I did listen to some things that are related to jazz and it, and it just became clear that jazz encompasses all these different styles and it encompasses all these cool harmonies which were fascinating to me like you know hearing the Beatles as a kid I was like now wait a minute there's something really exciting about that chord what kind of a chord is that you know and if I'm playing my little four string ukulele and listening to the Beatles going, this is not going to cut it. I don't know how I'm ever going to, you know, you can, you can imagine it if you've ever just picked up an instrument that, that if you want to hear something and then you, you can't reproduce it, it, you try to worm your way through the world thinking, well, wh- why is that different? You know, so why is that so special? Why, how, how do these things work so my dad used to play these records that were quite eclectic. You know, there would be like some Ravel and some Hank Williams, Jim Croce, what's his name, Prokofiev, Peter, Paul, and Mary. And yep. it was all, <laughs> yep. kind of and all yep. over the place. 
So you, huh? had, you had like a potpourri. I think your dad knew my mom, or they had they oh, shopped brother. at the same record store. <laughs> it's very possible that it, I mean it's also kind of a a cultural thing during the time the age group that he was. I think that he had uh, he was from a pretty um, uneducated family down south in New Orleans, but then went to college. So he had these college, but went to college and became an academic, a lifelong academic. So he he um, uh, had some music that was like real, what he would call, you know, shit kicking music, cow, either, you know, right. Uh, right. Texas cowboy, New Orleans city music and, and all that country music. But but some some of that that stuff is really great. Not what the country music you might think of. If you only listen to stuff that's around today or been around the last 20 years in country music, it's, there's a whole lot more variety and soul. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, and then he went to college and I think that and, and became a professor in college. And in the 60s, he was teaching, and but he was in the, the that world. And so he, right. all that folk music comes up and becomes really important. No. Let me ask you, how do you think that you were influenced at when you were on this singing on the streets of Paris? How do you think that influenced your music? I mean, it, it, it you know, it taught me to be a performer. If you mean like how the sounds influenced me, I mean, it did influence me even a little bit in that way, because you're in this, you start to realize how, Things, how sounds reverberate with people and how their standing there affects the actual sound itself. Um, that the acoustics are extremely important to getting your message across. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and to be heard and to how you're heard and whether or not you're heard in the way you meant and what can go through, what what comes through. Sometimes these jazz chords, you go, well, I didn't hear all the nuance in that. I just heard two notes because it was just too much. <laughs> it's not, the sound is quality is not there. And so you, but you notice what people stop it for and what they, they don't stop for. And, um, nothing beats you know live entertainment. You, yeah. Wow. And what would you tell that girl now? Get a guitar lesson. <laughs> Skip the ukulele, go uh, right for the guitar. I was I was practicing guitar and I thought I was learning it to the and I was. I was, you know, it was an important time, but and I did try to get a guitar lesson, but I never did end up getting one. Yeah, but I think that that's what's going to be, you know, that's what's developed your sound is that you weren't, you know, kind of put into that lesson box and here's an A and here's a C and here's a C major and here's a C major seven and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's some of the greatest guitarists in the world. I mean, you know, one of my influences, right. Eddie Van Halen never took. He was supposed to be a drummer, you know, and then he just found oh, out really? that, that his brother was just a way better drummer. So he's like, <laughs> all right, I'll play guitar and, you know, never had really? a lesson. You know, same thing, you know, you talk about, um, you know, Edge from U2. They never took a guitar lesson, uh -huh. and his song, his sound is so unique. You know, not that lessons aren't a good thing to get the basics or whatever, but 
You also got to make sure that it doesn't, like I said, you know, it doesn't put you in a box that you can't get out. You know, explore, be different. And I, I think, you know, yeah. from, from hearing your stuff, I think that that's also what's led to your sound. Well, I think that um, I'm at a place now where I, if I were a better guitar player, I would do more with the guitar than I had been all this time. I would be, I would have gotten certain places faster instead of relying on other people, which I rely on other people a lot for, you know, helping me uh, arrange or, or, um, or just learn how to play songs and blah, blah, blah. If I have to, I do that now. And my excuse is I was learning to sing. So, but I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I think I was focusing on singing 1000% and I was like, it's okay. I just need to play the guitar well enough to communicate with musicians who they're going to do the work for me. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. At large but, and in charge, Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next uh, song our listeners are going to hear is your uh, newest one, No Meanness. Uh, would you like to set that up for them, please? Right. Uh, I think of this song sort of like a letter uh, that you might write to somebody that I wrote. Uh, I wrote this because I was conversing with a friend who was going through a really, really tough time. Oh. And uh, he he and I were discussing how how to behave during a time where, you know, things are kind of falling apart all around. And uh, and I said, well, I have this piece of paper in my passport that I've been carrying around for years with a list of things that I got from this documentary I watched uh, Martin Scorsese did about Bob Dylan and which Bob Dylan is discussing a conversation with um, I just forgot the man's name the, the these Irish singers from the uh, 60s in the West Village and apparently the man turns to Dylan in the story and says Remember, Bob, no fear, no envy, no meanness. Or maybe it's the other way around. And But apparently I had written down, like, no meanness and then, like, five other things, thinking that that was the, like, I had changed it. I'd add to, added to it. Um, no meanness no judgment, no greed, no fear, no shame. And I had written that down and carried it around. Anyway, my friend uh, then said, well, we have to write that song. <laughs> and uh, this is what it was. All right. So let's take a listen to the song, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, our interview. It's gonna take a lot of heart to stop the bleeding 
Take off our artful cloaks and drape the sand. Remember, we're all feeble feeling, despite our better judgment in the end. But we can choose to make the rules as history laments. And preaches for every day that I am a fool. There's a day that teaches no meanness, no judgment. staying with us here on the balcony show and we are talking to madeline peru <laughs> i said it right i'm i'm so proud of myself I'm, it's not bad I'm for so someone from, from wisconsin oh here we go again all right <laughs> where can they Sorry, get this fantastic album anthem and your new single no meanness 
well, I suppose you can buy it online. Uh, you can stream it. No, Meanness is a is a streaming only single that I put out recently on purpose, trying to uh, switch over to that because I noticed that there are some places that are not interested in a in a physical record. Uh, uh, like for example, we were just in Brazil and there was absolutely none none of that. Um, but we still toured and 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 the audiences knew this knew the the new record and the songs. So. Um, it's just the medium is changing for a lot of folks. Um, but uh, Anthem was put out, was released uh, a year year ago now, and it should be on CD and vinyl and uh, I suppose wherever you buy your records, you could probably find it or ask somebody to get it. <laughs> Where can they follow you? Uh, your website? Yeah, so I have a website, MadelinePeru.com, but it's hard to spell my name, isn't it? So uh, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't really actually tried to solve that problem. Uh, but there's, you know, Instagram and uh, Facebook, unfortunately. Um, well, we'll have posters up, and so they can. Oh. They can find out how to spell your name and catch you from there. I'll have you tagged. Oh, that would be really great if you can help with that. Yeah, not a problem. We'll just make them <laughs> click a link. We'll make them click a link. And if they don't, I'll, <laughs> never mind. If I don't, I'll bring them to a show and put them in the mosh pit and take them out. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I st- okay. I, st- I still want to do this jazz mosh pit. Yeah. It'd be kind of like, it'd actually be kind of like slow and psychedelic. Uh-huh. It'd be kind of more like like like, like a, a a get to know you pit. Have another cup of coffee. Okay, I'm trying. Genius. That's <laughs> <laughs> what called a get to know you pit. I know. I I think you really just got something. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but you've got something there. It's a get to know you pit. <laughs> it's a get to know you mosh pit. Yeah. There you go. Instead of knocking each other <laughs> over, you'd be like, "How do you do?" And they're, "How do you do? Do you like yeah. the music? I love it. It's very nice." <laughs> <laughs> and then you just all just kind of walk. This is the jazz version of yeah, mosh, and you mosh just all, Everybody would just walk in a circle and be nice to each other. Yeah. Oh, this could work. This would be great. See? What are you having for a cocktail? I've had a martini. Well, I've had a Tom Collins. <laughs> I think it'd be great. <laughs> this will work well. I, I mean, it's a really great idea, and I hope you, you hold on to it and keep it in the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're bringing it to your show. We're going on tour. Okay. That's it. I'm, t- I'm talking to your manager. I'm locked in with you for the next 10 years. <laughs> I want to s- oh extend my deepest sympathy. I have t-shirts made and everything. I think you'll get sick of it. Nah. Would you like to mosh politely? <laughs> <laughs> Moshing politely. Pardon me. <laughs> Pardon me. Do you have any mosh politely? <laughs> No, but I've got great coupon. Oh, we got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to end things tonight with um, On My Own, which there is a video for, and I would suggest everybody take go and, and watch it. I, I loved it. I loved the, the vibe that you had in it. So you want to tell us uh, about the video and the song? Okay, yeah, the um, 
I suppose the song is uh, sort of a cheerful uh, approach to having had an epiphany and or a loss uh, because the character in the song uh, wakes up one day and realizes that they've lost uh, or that everybody's gone rather and they don't know why everybody's gone uh, but they have to sort of start over um, and the video is uh shot in the park across from my house actually and just uh a shot around new york city in various places um yeah but i like your i like the costuming in it and everything you looked really cute it was it was cute i'm uh yeah i i i basically fashioned the character off of uh you know uh Charlie Chaplin's uh, hobo character. And um, I think I did it a little too much because they, there was a while there, they said they had to, they had to check if, if, uh, if we were going to owe money for the rights and the usage. (laughs) And somehow we, we, we worked it out. It's possible that they looked at me and said, now she didn't do it. She didn't do it well enough, so we're not going to bother. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. No. But, um, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, if I had done a really, really close uh, <laughs> imitation, then we would have had to pay some money. But uh, I think um, uh, I, I think the song is, is meant to be, like I said, a, sort of a cheerful thing. And uh, the shot, the, 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 the video is all done around New York City in various environments that a hopo would be in uh, in modern day New York. So I think that's the idea. I think the next video you need to put the hobo in a in a in a jazz mosh pit. <laughs> oh, no. You're right. I should bring the character out. There you to go. Start yeah, we can, you know what? Friend. We'll be extras. <laughs> when we come to the show, I'll dress up as Charlie Chaplin, and I'll start the, the, the mosh get to know you, Pip. Oh, shit. <laughs> mm. This is getting complicated. <laughs> Don't worry. That's all right. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I just would say one thing about it is that uh, Jazz Mosh Pit, they don't talk to each other because everybody's listening to the music. <laughs> so it's very hard to have a conversation when you're not supposed to talk. All right, then we'll just um, go back to straight moshing. I just start wrecking people. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, no. what the heck. <laughs> I'll bring a cane like Charlie, just whack him on the head. You give up so easily. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I can't talk. I'm listening, but I shall mosh you. Poof. So, yeah. <laughs> so you traveled the world. You've traveled the world. Can you give us one one place or kind of one thing that uh, was one of your most memorable experiences in performing? I was in Brazil recently, and this is uh, post Bolsonaro Brazil. Um. But two years prior uh, to that, I was in the same place in Rio, and 
I had uh, sort of, I was, before I wrote these songs, these anthem songs, and before I had an opportunity to uh, speak on what was going on politically, so I sort of had to to find a way to talk about it. I had to take an old song that I was already doing and create an, sort of a, a setup for it. So I told everybody that before doing this song, I ain't got no body, the old standard yep. that we had an arrangement for. I uh, introduced the song as, here is a song um, dedicated to anyone, anywhere, who feels underrepresented by the government, by their own government. And um, and then we would start the song. In the United States at the time, this is before the election uh, here, in the United States, people would laugh, and they thought when they heard us do "I Ain't Got Nobody," um, they there was a lot of sort of jovial response to this political, you know, thing, and and it was nice. I did it in Brazil, in Rio, <laughs> to be specific, oh, no. and suddenly there was uh, half the place was was yelling in unison to kick out the current president uh Pemme. <laughs> that's awesome and they were saying and we hadn't started the song yet this was just in response to this to the setup they started immediately and we didn't get a chance to do our song and we had to sit there and wait for them to calm down and i uh, didn't know exactly how to get them to do that uh so uh I waited a little bit. I laughed a little bit. And then I said, uh, you haven't heard the song yet. I tried to make some really bad jokes to, to get them to pay attention to me. And uh, they did eventually. And then we did our song, you know. Um, and that was such a memorable experience. The, the sad thing is that then it goes from that to what happens next is uh, they, Bolsonaro is elected. So they've just gone from bad to worse down there. And I just played Rio again. And Rio is now like twice as more as dangerous with, you know, yeah. us not being able to go outside at night. Uh, right. Our our gear vans weren't allowed to drive at night. Um, it was really without an art, without an armored escort. That's how they did it. That's crazy. The only way that they could drive things out. Yeah, so um, that's pretty intense. Well, uh, so you were creating mosh pits long before. <laughs> that would have been the perfect opportunity right there. You could have started the whole trend. See, and you didn't need us. We're better off than in Rio. Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Well, listen, I want to thank you so yeah. much for uh, taking the time out of your day or morning. And uh, Me too. Thank you both for having me on your fascinating show. <laughs> it was such a pleasure, and I really, I really am going to try and get out to see you. Uh, can you give us some dates later the, this month? I know you're going to be in New York City end of October. Right. Um, so... I don't remember exact dates for Chicago. I'm going to Seattle in a couple of days. I'll be in playing Jazz Alley in Seattle uh, Thursday the 17th through Sunday the 20th. 
Then I'll be in Chicago City Winery on October 22, 23. I'll be uh, at the Washington, D.C. City Winery on Friday the 25th. I'll be at Sony Hall, New York City on 26th and 27th, Saturday and Sunday of October. Oh, that's my mommy's birthday, the 26th. See, you should take Ooh. her there, too. That's a great day. Yep. I don't know if my mom would mosh, though. <laughs> she might. Yeah, you good point. Maybe stay safe. You never know. She's a crazy Polak. <laughs> <laughs> you have any final shout outs to anybody, Madeline? Uh, no. I'm sorry. I got disoriented walking around the room. No, uh, <laughs> I'm. Shout outs. I don't know who's listening, so I got. I really got confused. Um, shout outs about my shows and stuff. Or just anybody you want to say hey to or, you know, like your production, your, your production team, your manager team. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say to any fans that might be listening, um, Come on down and hear, see the show if you can. And otherwise, I look forward to being in your town whenever I can. Great stuff. All right. Check out Madeline Peru's music. Uh, you can find her on iTunes and all the listening platforms. And we're going to leave with her final song, On My Own. <laughs> the floor, crack the door, what do I see? Strange kid standing there, who is that in the mirror? Could it be me? Someone opens the bedroom door, somebody wanders the hall, someone's crossing my kitchen floor, I wasn't there. Somebody I loved Who lived here before Oh, what am I missing here? Oh, something has disappeared Cause I'm
with us here on The Balcony Show, proudly produced at Midnight Studios for all your musical production needs. Check Come us in the out. afternoon. <laughs> we do yeah, better. We do better in the afternoon. Or evening. Not... Check us out at MidnightStudiosNJ.com. Up next, a song from a young woman who is uh, using her platform against uh, child marriage. So um, take a listen, Wyala, Satellite Baby. I'm gonna get my telescope And keep you in my galaxy Don't you race For those stars Stay with me Stay with me My satellite Just let me get you down to earth Come on down, come on down Milky Way We got to be on this planet No use talking to the moon Forget the red ship and cool blue Mars. Just fly around the African land. Help me build my magical band. We'll leave the black hole a 
You made it to your favorite part in ours today because we started so early. Yeah. <laughs> the end, baby. The end, finally. Ah, no. but great show. Great show. Check out uh, Madeline Prue for all of her uh, upcoming concert tickets. Get them. And we're going to end things with a song from Mayissa, Call Me a Stranger. Say goodnight, Andrew. Good morning. <laughs> Good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week. Tell me which land shall I call The one beneath my feet Or the one across the ocean I have a story to be told But you've made up your mind And my name has been stolen What I've lived and who I am I could have been you, you could have been me It's all in the hands of destiny Don't you know that I'm no danger You could have been me, I could have been you Nothing to fear, nothing to lose
place where we can see.